He is suffering from flu-like symptoms. We had to help him into the locker room. It may be a believer. Not in luck or faith. You can see how exhausted Michael Jordan is. But in the will to win. You win from the game. So I got to thinking, I, I walked in, uh, saw you this morning, Craig. You're a little bit under the weather, uh, but you're still here. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'll spend the morning with you. But thought this was gonna take me. Nah, I thought it was it. He's down, you know. He's he'd be in bed all day, you know, for, want his bottle, and <laughs> wife would have to dote on him and feel sorry for him, you know. But we talk about it quite regularly about that nobody cares work harder, you know. And when we talk about that, for me, it means, you know, like nobody cares what your excuse is, you know, like it's life. I mean, obviously, extenuating circumstances sometimes. Some people are dealing with some really fucked up shit. And that's that can be something that's like, yeah, okay, we, we care. You know, like, what's going on? But, like, it's just an excuse of daily life. Like, for example, you, you're under the weather. Like, you feel like shit. You probably got the flu. But you're still doing what you normally do every day. It's not fun. You operate a little slower. But, like, life doesn't stop. The clock doesn't stop moving. Yeah, I mean, I, coming from Chicago, like everyone knows about Jordan's flu game. And he, I mean, broke records that game. So this podcast is going <laughs> to totally break records. <laughs> uh, I think there's a lot of people that use those excuses because being a victim is like, man, you get so much free attention from that. Like, oh, I hope you feel bad. I mean, we're seeing it now. Oh, how many and, times do you see somebody post about like oh i woke up with you know fever and a sore throat and i haven't been able to do any leave the house for like three days you know and the kids are screaming and then everybody oh thoughts and, oh my thoughts God, and prayers this, you know it's just like uh, you and everybody else yeah you know i think honestly that's what differentiates winners from losers is the ability to put other people ahead of how you feel so or things or well, or obligations yeah, totally yeah so i guess is there ever a time where you can just call out hey i'm you know i'm i'm going to phone it in today cuz i don't feel well. well before we get there okay i i there probably is there is cuz if right? there is i'm going to take it <laughs> well there's not for you you don't qualify so sorry but i think jordan's game is a great example sports is is a great example of you know, this is something that you worked hard for your whole life. Take Jordan was sick, had the flu game. You go back to uh, Red Sox with Kurt Schilling in the early 2000, the bloody sock game. You what know? happened there? I only so, adult sports. Uh, he had like a torn ligament or something in his ankle. I'm not sure. You know, it was bad. But he had to pitch. If I'm not mistaken, it was the it was the year that the uh, Yankees blew the three to zero series lead versus the Red Sox. So they were up, I, I believe it was the same year, 2003 maybe, but they were up three games to zero. So one more game and they're in the World Series. 
against obviously the biggest rival, the Red Sox, and the Red Sox um, run off like four straight. But like, couldn't the rest of his team be like, dude, let someone else do it? Like yeah, someone, like get someone in there. I'm who's sure 100%. everybody was talking to him like you should. You know, there's always somebody in your corner that's looking out for long term, right? Right. And they're saying, you know, this could this could be detrimental to your entire career, or your future, whatever. But you know, he went ahead and pitched on it and and pitched well. You know, but there's there's instances like that. You know, football players playing with broken bones all the time. Totally. You know? uh, obviously. Guys playing with concussions was more of a thing of a pass, but they, you know, they'd be fucked up on the field. Yeah, and they would still play, you know, and and do really well. But I I look at that and even look at people in their personal lives. You know, we've got a really close friend of ours that was on our podcast uh, maybe a year ago or so, and you know, his wife left him with two kids, just up and left him. And that's a time where it's like it's just kind of the same situation. It's like, well, I can phone it in. But no, this is my commitment. This is what I signed up for. It's it's go time. It's not what you want to do, but it's go time. Yeah, I think that's a whole nother. It's different, but it's the same. No, no, you're right. I mean, the physical part is almost easier than the emotional one. So, like, if you have ever been depressed and you have to perform or you have to keep things going, I think that's way harder than performing when you're sick because you feel almost like this paralysis by analysis. Like I can't do this because of these 10 reasons, you know, how could I possibly, cause I don't have the things I need. Whereas when you are just like physically not doing well, you can grind it out pretty easy. You can kind of shut that part of your brain off, but. Well, don't you, you think it comes down to perspective you either look at it as a challenge or a threat. So you wake up today, you could look at it like this is a threat. Like I feel like shit. Uh, this is going to be like everything hurts, body aches, everything. Right. Um, I disagree. Actually. I think that it is what's the mission and how many people are counting on me? And then well, it's like, well, then it doesn't focused, really matter. Then you're, I think if you're mission, I think we're thinking the same thing, though. But if you're mission focused, you've got a challenge mindset. Mm, if yeah. you're not mission focused, more than likely you've got a threat mindset, right? That's true. Threat, threat mindset usually is focused on personal feelings or fear of, you know, fear of losing. Well, people are mission driven. They don't. I guess fear losing. I mean, it's just their eyes are on the prize so much, whatever it is. It's just too many people relying on you to, to just not show up. I mean, yeah, I think there are some times when you're not going to, you might need to step back and allow somebody else who's a better, uh, better suited, but that doesn't mean you're out of the game. You can always do more, but you know, if I, would I go into work knowing that I couldn't do my job? Probably not. Cause okay. Now <laughs> if I, if I end up going to work and I have a illness or a, a physical ailment, that's going to prevent me from being able to do my job, you know, I, I'm not going into a fire or whatever. What if your performance, even with that, like, you know, that sickness or whatever, 
your performance is still better than 90 to 95% of the people like Jordan. So I think it's just me personally. I know how far I can go right now because the last time I felt like this, I got in the stairwell, put my gear on and I, I know how much I can do. But if you, but if you don't know how far your body can go, you don't know what your 10 is, then you probably think that it's a whole lot lower than it actually is. Um, yeah, you're right. I think I could probably go in and do my job pretty, pretty well right now. But that's not because I think I know I, I can. It's because I know I can. But you don't, you don't get that knowledge from wishing and hoping. It's you know, going out and getting after it when you don't feel like it. What you've been listening to is a podcast from our Patreon. If you like this content, want some more, check us out at the-standard.us. And hit the Patreon. So this nobody cares, work harder mindset, what do you think about that? Because I think it's like a really, it's simple. You know, it's just like nobody, going back to what we talked in the beginning, like nobody cares what your excuses are. You know, just what are you doing to either fix it or get better or produce? Like nobody cares. Nobody cares, honestly, that Jordan's sick that game. It's game five or six, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it was four or five. I'm not sure of the NBA Finals. Nobody really cared that he was sick. They just needed him to produce, right? You know, like I don't care what. I mean, it, awesome. Like it's a great. He's one of the best. He, you know, not many people could do what he did in that game. Nobody cares if you are under the weather at work. Uh, in your instance, like you show up on the fire ground. Like nobody cares how you feel. You just need to produce. Nobody cares that you're sick at home. Your kids need you. You need to produce. Yeah, I think when a nobody cares, I think I care when people are doing well. But if all I hear is excuses, I'm kind of checked out. You know, like I, if you can't handle this position, man, I just don't know too many. I don't surround myself with many people like that who will allow themselves to you know, let their struggles define them. I'd much rather hear from somebody that like didn't perform or didn't show up. Like, man, I just fucked up. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. No, you know, like, Oh, you know, I was really tired. Cause I, I, I lifted legs yesterday, you know, or, uh, I just didn't get a lot of sleep last night or I was working on a project, at the house and, you know, stubbed my toe, you know, that's, that's it. I just fucked up. I didn't do it. Yeah. I didn't I didn't perform to like my best ability, you know. I'll get it next time. Like, man, that that's a I think that's the people I look for. Well, not a lot of uh, sometimes it's hard to think about like the long-term effects of your decisions. So, let's say I wake up this morning feeling like I'm feeling and I text you and say, "Hey man, I'm out today. I can't." You know, we got three shows today. I'm I'm going to pass. Well, well then, one is, what do you think my responses be? I'll be over in five minutes. <laughs> but like, but what I'm saying is like, okay, so now you know, like I, I showed you my hand that if I'm not 100%, if I'm 60%, I'm going to quit or I'm going to be out or whatever it is. And you're going to have that in your mind for the rest of your life. And so when I run across someone who constantly is allowing their misfortunes 
one little speed bump, whatever the speed bump is every day, if one little speed bump changes your day or completely shuts everything down, that says a lot to me. Yeah. Because if you're willing to do that for something so small, can I really rely on you to, to make it happen when it needs to? I don't think so. No, you can't. I think there's also like this fear of failure. Like I can't possibly do this thing because I'm, I don't have this. I, I can't possibly go back to school because I don't have the supplies I need. I don't have a good internet connection. I don't have the list is long, right? You're never going to do it just based purely on fear as opposed to, well, I'm going to go and at least give it a But isn't a shot. Th- that's what I'm talking about, challenge versus threat. You're looking at everything like a threat. You're operating in threat mindset. But if you have a challenge, like, I, I got no internet. I don't have a computer. I'm still going to go to school. Like, I can barely make it to class on time because I just finished. I'm going to be late to every class. I'm going to be up late, you know, doing the homework or whatever the projects are. I can get this done. I That's think, a challenge mindset. Yeah. I'm going to go to work today and I'm at 75, 80%, but I'm going to produce. Like, I'm going to make it happen. Okay. So you make this choice in your head of, I'm going to make it happen. Then what? I guess my question is Wasn't that just- when you feel like so daunted by this challenge? Yeah, you're good to go. I'm ready. I want to do it. People still have a hard time getting that in motion or like, well, how would you suggest that somebody starts that process? Well, I think the simplest way to start forming this habit is the next time you feel under the weather, go have a normal day, go work out like you normally do. Don't cancel anything because I think that is that like baby step towards I'm just going to work through whatever problems I have. You know, I think a lot of it is modeled. We, uh, we've talked about it before about, you know, you grow up and you see the people around you never phone it in for a day. It's just what you do, right? So what would you say to the person who's like, well, I don't want to put other people in danger of getting them sick? Well, I mean, if we're using that as an example, I mean can still go to work, right? You could work remote. I mean, if that's what we're talking about, yeah. put, a, put a mask on, it makes you feel better. I don't, right. I don't know, whatever you want to do. But you got to have a normal day. You can't just, like, you can't just phone in everything. You know, yeah, if you want to be great. Yeah, I think uh, the easiest, not the easiest, the simplest thing to do is, like, break things up into really small steps. Like... Whether it's like physically not feeling well or you feel like you just can't go on anymore, depression, anxiety, all those things that would prevent you from performing, which is really kind of what we're talking about. That's a, I think that's a different – so that's a very different conversation. Really? Well, feeling under the weather is I think like a habit that's learned that can be broken, right? Like that I'm going to phone it in like I – like. Every time I had a little sniffle, my mom called me in sick for school, right? That, that formed a bad habit, right? You start talking about like an emotional issue like depression. 
that that can be hard, right? Because there's there's more underlying issues than just well, I phoned it in every time it got hard. Like, I mean, who who knows what's behind that? I think they're totally correlated. Okay, because you because you can combat them the same way, getting outside. Yeah, and it starts with obviously having this this focus on the overall mission, understanding that other people are relying on you. And then the other thing is like just breaking things up into really small steps, just little wins, right? I just got to get out of bed. I got to just make one step toward this goal instead of it feeling like this just unbearable weight of responsibility when you don't really feel like you can handle it. Regardless of whether that's a physical or whatever kind of, I mean, it's, it's how do you get past an obstacle to complete the mission? And I think prioritizing and executing is how you, how you accomplish that. have some more patrons to give a shout out to uh since about christmas time we've had a bunch of people sign up to be part of the standard uh patreon community brandon lapierre gideon henry i like gideon's from gilbert arizona i got a special place in my heart for (laughs) uh evan albers and mark kelly all signed up thanks guys so some sticker pack for us to get some uh, all these episodes. episodes all the extra content uh the watchdogs zach weichelis eric chisholm estevan alonzo luke bonnet josh higgins thomas tyson cody euler and daniel slabowski i'm gonna go with that was a good one i think that's how we say it that's a good polack name but we'll go slabowski i like it and if it's not right Daniel, you correct me, and we'll give you another shout-out. <laughs> Might even have you on. And then uh, Caleb Shook, he signed up as a harbinger. So uh, thanks for joining the community. We're growing, doing some good stuff over here. USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply.